The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Ladies and gentlemen, I apologize. Uh, I'm taping a segment here uh, with Pat Dixon after we did some shows. We uh, taped uh, Late as Fuck at nyccrimereport.locals.com. You can check that out. Uh, people tend to seem to like it. You know, we get comments and whatnot and requests and what have you. Well, mm-hmm. it, basically, the premise of the show is that it's recorded very late at night and uh, we bullshit about stuff. Uh, that's about it. Uh, there, is, there are some recurring features. Uh, there's been Elvis, of course. Uh, Nosferatu has become a, a, a favorite guest and whatnot. Uh, and then, of course, uh, New York City Crime Report itself, the proper New York City Crime Report over at Censored.tv. We taped a very good show recently, and it'll be on there shortly, I promise. <laughs> uh, and... Uh, and you can go to censored.tv uh, and subscribe to watch those. Uh, and be sure to use the promo code PAT, P-A-T. And you're going to want to use that to give yourself a discount. And then enjoy New York City Crime Report and the other programs provided by Gavin McGinnis' censored.tv. And then there's this show, the Mr. Nelson Show. <laughs> So, well, one of the things, uh, another show that Pat does is uh, Indefensible over at uh, the Shuley Network. Um, and uh, on occasion, I pop in on that one as well. Uh, and on occasion also with the lovely area, uh, Jane showing up and all that. And then uh, one of the uh, chats in there suggested Werewolf Detective. I'm not in, not sure exactly what inspired it, but boy, oh boy, has it been on my mind since and there's been a lot of artwork uh done to it by myself and others utilizing ai and all that stuff and uh i don't know pat what do you think you think we ought to pursue that i don't see how we can not right you know it's such a it's such a great uh well i don't know what to go like a a combination of uh, you know reaches across a couple of different genres and that's what right. are those the ideas that usually end up kind of working out big time like yeah. i i can't think of any offhand but it just seems as if like uh, when you take well, you you've got that old-fashioned kind of uh you know the monster side of it you know yeah, and then yeah. put that together with the detective side i'm sure i'm sure that must have been done at some point in some way but i don't, I don't know about a werewolf fashion. detective yeah because I remember, like in the '80s, there was this cheap werewolf show about this guy who be- becomes a werewolf. But it was kind of like it reminded me of the Incredible Hulk, where he, he keeps turning into the wolf and solves crimes. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, hell, that's so. It's pretty much he's a man on the run, like the Hulk or the fugitive. But he's oh. but he but each town he goes to, he solves. There's a girl in trouble. He takes care of it. <laughs> he yeah, that's a criminal. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, don't, he ain't got to worry about him no more. Yeah, yeah, nah. He's wolf poop now. <laughs> yeah, I left him in the woods somewhere. You wouldn't <laughs> recognize him today. 
Yeah, I, I decorated the whole scene. I, I think <laughs> though that fertilizer, it'll do some good. <laughs> that, that blood makes the grass grow. I think that yeah, that's the difference is that he go he wanders like that. This one doesn't wander. He wears clothes. He, right. He, you know, he appears as a as a werewolf uh, everywhere he goes. And it's also yeah. a, a, an evolution of the world, I think, that we live in, in which the monsters are no longer they don't freak anybody out anymore. Right. You know? People got used to them. Yeah. They, they, yeah. We've we've come to grips with the old. Right. It's like the immigration uh, paradigm. Story. You know, yeah. you, <laughs> they come in. Everybody's <laughs> paranoid. <laughs> <laughs> And mistrusting, and that stays a lot. Like, but man, it, these guys, can, these guys, sure the can rake some leaves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, there there's some positives here. <laughs> and you start going, well, if they rake leaves. Shouldn't they let them vote? <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, yeah. not necessarily. You know, <laughs> I I think too that the idea of these monsters walking around more or less in plain sight and having to take other jobs besides just being a monster, which somehow they were making a living doing before, I guess. Uh, I mean, Dr. Jekyll was a, a doctor. Well, he was a physician. Yeah, he was a doctor. So he had that to fall back. So he on. already had that. You know? um, yeah. And But but the werewolf, you know, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, as far as I know, I mean, did he ever was was he gainfully employed in some other way? And then in his human form, he probably was. But probably, though, you know, we mean, did, it, he probably could have had a hard time holding a job because he was up all night being a wolf, you know, and then his <laughs> human side wakes up and he's just worn out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so I, I think that what we may have decided for this werewolf is that he at some point uh, undergoes the transformation and maybe due to some antibiotics he's taking or something, right. but he doesn't go back. Yeah, he tried to fix it, and all it did was make it permanent. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying, trying so to get out like, of this werewolf deal, and <laughs> I'm just a hairy guy who has <laughs> an incredible sense of smell, mm. <laughs> which works this, for his his uh, new profession. Yeah, his line of work. Yeah, to yeah, be a yeah. detective. So he he's kind of like not done too bad of a job. Of course, he also plays piano. I think in like a, yeah, a, the bar, sort of, Nosferatu's bar. Yeah, kind of recreational, you know, yeah. as much as anything. Yeah, Nosferatu running a a, a poker <laughs> game out of the back room, and um, where you know, I, I guess Doctor Jekyll and uh, you know, yeah, he'd show up every now and then. Sometimes it's him. Sometimes it's Hyde. You don't when know. It's Hyde. Yeah, everybody's like, oh shit. Oh fuck! He always. <laughs> bluffs like crazy when he's hide, you know, and just starts to raking the chips when he didn't win them and stuff. Think, ah, dude, get him out of here. It's like it's just like a drunk. Now, the bouncer would have to be the Frankenstein monster. Yeah, you know, he just grabs hide and throws him out. Yeah. The door. But he's also a player, though, you know, like he'll yeah. sit and play. But but but, you know, he's going to hop up and yeah, take care of business if need be. You know, they yeah. kinda, they're all looking at him and then looking at hide and looking back at Frankenstein. <laughs> Which one do you piss off? <laughs> because when you beat him, <laughs> You're trying to tear up the whole place. Well, Nostradamus is going to get mad. But well, Frankenstein's kind of like, uh, you know, not too quick on the uptake, you know. Yeah, so they, like, yeah. they're trying to sort of suggest, like, take care of this, will you? You know, like they don't. <laughs> like, and he's just like, sitting there, like, you know, having a cigar. He seems like he'd be one of those fucking big fat cigar smokers, you know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's a nine dollar Cuban. Uh, beautiful. <laughs> It covers up the smell of the electricity burns. <laughs> and then, and then, he, then he just crushes it in his hand. So like, <laughs> he eats it. What an idiot. No, Frank. No. 
Mm. And then a, maybe a couple of regular dudes in there playing cards. Like, what are like, we just walking? <laughs> you know, I hate playing with you guys, kind of. <laughs> no offense, but I haven't quite gotten over this whole monster thing. But like they're green, you know, both Frankenstein. We generally think of him as green. Yeah. Nosferatu is green. But like back to the jobs, you know, I, I think they, they get jobs or, or they somehow become, you know, employed right. in ways that were, you know, along the like the werewolf detective, like you said, sense of smell. And he's got this this heightened kind of like, I don't know, animal sense or something. Yeah. Yeah. Helps him. Um I don't know about Nosferatu in the bar exactly what. <laughs> this is where he ended up. <laughs> he inherited After a series it. Series <laughs> of jobs he tried to do, but we kept getting into trouble. <laughs> he probably could do a number of things because he's, you know, immortal, right? So he's going to be around yeah. forever. And he's yeah, this is just him. what he's doing for the moment. Uh, after a while, <laughs> it's just like he owns it, but I, I don't know. He'll let the hide and the monster take it run imagine he's fucking wealthy right Not yeah he's, he's like uh accumulated wealth from uh, old wealth from europe and stuff he was some kind of you know aristocrat yeah 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 and uh, and he never yeah. really needed it so he's probably still got a lot of gold around somewhere because he mostly just went around and drank blood you know? yeah he's but those that's, days have that's changed. pretty that's pretty cheap yeah that's a, so now he's got to just buy it wholesale bag yeah it. <laughs> i i don't know man i see him still biting people yeah, yeah. and people just not getting not freaked out by it they're like oh did you hear about Anne? she fucking yeah don't look she at got me. bit she she's she's undead now and uh or what what do they call it uh she's a vampire well undead yeah undead it's a it's a shame but what you was know she going to do with her life anyway? She's handling it well. She's <laughs> and then like bug chasers, you know, some people are trying to get bit. But like, yeah. I, I'm trying, I'm trying to figure out if he should ever even solve any mysteries or crimes or anything. This werewolf no, detective. I think it should. <laughs> like most of the detective shows, they end up solving murders and crap like that. But werewolf detective does what a real de- private detective does. He follows. Divorce, divorcing couples, you know, either the wife or the husband suspects the other, that kind of thing. He gets involved in that. And then, of course, insurance fraud. Yeah. And people sort of are claiming like, bad backs and they're jumping on a trampoline and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Don't they normally have like uh, those jobs are for, I mean, do they, do they contract that out or do they have in house people for that? Some of them have in house people and some of it, I think it is like a contractual thing. And then maybe the sleazier the case, the more, you know, yeah. like if there's something like he broke his dick uh, fucking somebody or something. <laughs> Is this a G-rated? Thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't think so. I don't think we're capable of G-rated material. <laughs> the whole idea is already on its face kind of spooky. It's pretty nasty. <laughs> I like it, though. I like it as one of those, uh, you know, as, as a comic book style, too. Like, uh, Yeah, yeah the old uh, horror comics of pc or uh, which got yeah pushed out weirdly right yeah that was considered to be a part of the communist conspiracy to uh, corrupt our youth and maybe it was <laughs> worse <laughs> things have happened since <laughs> well i kind of thought that the i mean like in what i did you do you see a connection oh between it it i I don't know. I mean, it, it's the flow of people who 
there's a connection between the arts and, of course, people who were uh, flirting with communism. Some of them had flat out joined the party and that sort of thing. Oh, Certainly sure. the movies and all that and television. And so they would see plots and whatnot that would emphasize that sort of thing of like, uh, share and share alike. That's what socialism is. <laughs> it's not yeah, sharing. It's but I can't see that coming into a monster. But, right. That, so, they, so this guy wrote a book saying, well, it demoralizes the kids because it fascinates them with horrific scenery. And then the other thing on, on part of the horror comics was crime comics. So it was like you're glorifying criminals. It really didn't. They all got shot and killed. <laughs> In the end, yeah, and then they came up with superheroes, the gayest looking stuff. I know that's what won out the superhero, <laughs> even though the guy, this guy's name was Dr. Wortham, and he wrote, he was the main uh critic, uh, psychologist, what have you, wrote this book about it. And he didn't like the superheroes either. He flat out said, Yeah, it's just teaching kids to be gay, <laughs> especially Batman and Robin. <laughs> Oh, what? What? oh yeah but for yeah, some reason they decided to go with the crime comics that is sort and of the horror comics and cancel that which so, is so. odd is that why detective comics became uh batman no he I made his debut batman in batman had already taken it out. yeah detective comics was an anthology of crime stories and then i think uh, it was like the 27th issue that batman was introduced in that and then he became so popular and just took it over. So the the, the usual uh, typical crime drama type stuff that just faded out. There was a bunch of them in there. There were detectives and cops and stuff, but they just faded like Barney Google. Yeah, lost to the yeah, past. Barney Google lost it. <laughs> detectives all lost to Batman. They're drink. They're all drinking a beer someplace. Yeah, and not Barney Google. <laughs> Batman. He stole everything. And Barney Google was a character in the thing. He hangs out at the. <laughs> Yeah, Barney Google. Yeah, yeah talk to old Barney. He knows. He's trying to sell me refrigerator magnets all the time. I hate that guy. Yeah. He's easy money, though. He, think, he always thinks he's got the winning hands. <laughs> Barney did cheating at cards. Don't, no, don't, don't, please don't, don't, don't bring up him. stuff. Don't bring him up. No. Frankenstein, can you get me Snuffy Smith autograph? <laughs> Not at the table. Oh. Huh? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Is that Barney Google like a carpet bagger or something? I'll have to investigate that and see what the hell Barney Google was. Yeah, that might have because... been a problem. Snuffy Smith had the better eye, uh, you know, uh, prospects. <laughs> it looks like a prospector, Snuffy Smith. Yeah. Snuffy Smith is a piece of shit. <laughs> he was. He was just an out and out piece of shit. I, I remember oh, seeing that comment going like, who the hell is that? Why, who is this fat woman? I know. Is it a woman? Well, I mean, I, I couldn't even tell his wife was a woman. Oh, my God. I I looked at that and just uh, instantly despised Stuffy Smith when I was a little kid, you know. Right, I was, right. I am never going to read that one. And then, of course, you know, eventually. And then discovered what he had done to poor Barney Google. Then you realize, and my hatred was justified. He was, was a piece of shit. He has a piece of shit. And it was Barney <laughs> Google and Snuffy Smith for the longest time. And I'm like, who, which one's, where's Barney? I, I mean, he's hardly yeah, yeah, well, around. I asked my folks, and they're like, oh, he's a, I don't know. He's not in this one, I guess. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, it's like, where's I, Richie Cunningham? I don't know. Hey, there's Fonz. <laughs> where's Chuck Cunningham? For yeah, that no matter. kidding. Boy, that's one of those mysterious mysteries. We don't talk about Chuck anymore. He got his all his limbs blown off in Nam. He's in the but... hospital and outside Milwaukee someplace. <laughs> they still away won't acknowledge you. That motherfucker's well, in Appleton or something. He's not a hero. <laughs> that was the baby killer war. Well, it was just so much more convenient with the show being called Happy Days that we just <laughs> avoided He's that. Really going to bring it down. He doesn't fit the uh, fuck Chuck, you know. <laughs> That's pretty much what they went with. What a he's a one-dimensional character too. Just like, yeah, I have a basketball. I know that was. I it. have a ball. That was. It. <laughs> I have a ball. <laughs> All, right. All right, Chuck. Go upstairs and never come back. You yeah, have a ball. You you go off to school or the war or Something. wherever the fuck it is you go. Canada, <laughs> we don't care. Jeez. So yeah, I, I, I another potential character for werewolf detective would be. Uh, I mean, like you know, like you said, he spends his time, and and I think maybe even the cases should be just like you know routine. Like it's yeah. not you don't even they don't even become and it's not like Chinatown, you know, where it becomes this whole thing that's, you know, <laughs> linked with the the water and the L.A. and all that shit, you know, and weird family drama. It's just he just does it. That takes up a few panels, you know, with, or whatever, you know, and then like he, he just, goes and the rest of his life is what you're looking at. I mean, like, right. He ends up he's like, he's got a case, but most of the bulk of the stories, he has to go to the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> he's out of margarine yeah. always had a margarine and then it's like oh hey that's the guy they're looking for let me call him he's over here <laughs> case solved this is a nelson news bulletin felony charge for a man who used airdrop to send naked selfies to strangers hello I'm Mr. Nelson. An Oklahoma man is facing an indecent exposure charge after allegedly using airdrop to send explicit photos of himself to employees at a real estate firm where he was applying for an apartment. Stajek Helm, 23, used the airdrop feature on his phone to transmit photos of his private parts and of himself naked in front of a mirror. Investigators described the alleged offense as indecent exposure via digital means. Helm went to a Tulsa realtor to apply for an apartment. An employee of the firm told police that they directed Helm to sit at a computer for the application process. While Helm was filling out the application, two workers received airdrop notifications on their phones. Curious... As to what the contents were, they both accepted the airdrop, only to discover the naked selfies. Helm was arrested and booked into the county jail on the felony count. He was later released on $2,000 bond. It does not appear that Helm, who lives with his parents, got the desired apartment. This has been a Nelson News Bulletin.
You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Like the sound of my voice? Yes, you know you do. And you want to hear it in the best way possible. So why not get yourself some headphones and accessories from Tweaked Audio? Key features include eight colors and styles, mic'd and non-mic'd versions, designed to sound great for music and talk. Noise-reducing design with a lifetime warranty. So head over to tweakedaudio.com and use discount code Mr. Nelson at checkout for 33% off and free worldwide shipping. That's Mr. Nelson. M-R-N-A-I-L-S-I-N. It's not case-sensitive, but it is all one word. That's tweakedaudio.com. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. Yes, you're thinking, where in the hell can I get some more Mr. Nelson stuff? <laughs> As if there wasn't enough already. Oh, boy, there's, there's so many. Well, anyway, the latest is the Nelson ratings.locals.com. Gee, what's that? Well, it's the Mr. Nelson Post Locals page. Why is it two different titles? Because I screwed up and I can't change the URL, so it's Nelson So anyway, you, you get a lot of the usual Nelson stuff there, a lot of links to different uh, videos from my Rumble account and all that good stuff, and uh, you know, uh, Photoshops and what have you, and uh, that's the free stuff. But for a cheap paywall, <laughs> you get Mr. Nelson Theater, which is my poor man mystery science theater treatment of old public domain movies, particularly in the sci-fi and horror genre. So you can check those out, and in that version of them, they're uh, cut up into episodes, almost like a TV show. <laughs> Isn't that great? Yeah, it is. So there's all kinds of cool stuff already there. You can head over there and check it out, plus some cartoons, some stuff I did for Compound Media shows, all that great stuff. All there for you to sign up, join up, and help out your old pal, Mr. Nelson, while enjoying some great Nelson stuff for you. So head over to the Nelson Ratings.locals.com. That's N A I L S I N Ratings.locals, L O C A L S.com. Yes, it's just that simple. One night in Gothic City, we find ourselves in the backroom offices of One Finger Pest Control. And within said offices, we see the owner of said Finger Pest Control, Bob Finger, who is in reality Bugman, and his general manager, Smedley Johnson. Oh, man, no two ways about it. We're still in the red. Yes, it's true. The damages of the divorce settlement still plague us. Divorce? Oh, man, that old mess is way, way back in the rearview mirror. No, no, no. The real problem here is you keep allocating funds to your stupid bugman calls. No, no. I mean, first of all, it's not bugman. It's oh, the Crimson shit. Cicada. No, no, it ain't no Crimson Cicada or Scarlet Scarab. You bug man. You know why? Because you got a big old big ass bug on your chest. So everybody looks at you and says, yeah, that's bug man. Well, yeah, well, whatever. No matter how you want to spin it, Smedley, the ultimate cause of my 
Bugman Crusade is the same cause of the end of my marriage. Crime itself. And I was clearly its victim. Oh, man. Crime had taken advantage of my, well, my weaknesses. Yeah, your weakness for poontang. Nevertheless, it's a difficult time in the marriage as I felt my needs were not being properly catered to. And, well, this led me to the services of a woman named Holly Jelly. Oh, wow. This room is amazing. Well, Check out that yeah. bar. Oh, oh. Are, th are those diamonds real? <laughs> oh, yeah. Who knew that the business of killing rats and roaches could go so far, you know? Well, I hate to see a decent bar go to waste, so why don't you sit back and relax while I fix you a drinky poo? Uh, yeah, sure, okay. <laughs> Wow, talk about full service. <laughs> yeah, this is nice, you know? I, yeah, just a, the simplest effort really makes up for what one's lacking. Yeah, I tell you. My wife is just taking me totally for granted, you know? Uh, look what I get her, you know? All this. and uh, But when it comes to sex, boy, she just, she just lays there like a sack of shit. Who the hell wants to bang a sack of shit? Not me, that's who. Oh, gee, that's too bad. Here's your drink. Bottoms up. <laughs> but you know, to show you even more appreciation, I'm going to do all the work. So just sit back and let me undress you. Uh, yeah. Okay. Let's get these off. And oh, let's see what we have here. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's Holy cool. Holly, let's get yeah. these off too. Oh, you know, yeah. you're something special. Ooh. This is oh, this is ooh. nice. I uh uh, uh Maybe I'm getting a little too excited. I I uh I, I don't know, I'm feeling dizzy. I I whoop. Oh, 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 sorry, I. Sweet dreams, asshole! And then everything went black. The only thing I knew of after that was finding myself on the floor, face down, butt naked, in a puddle of my own puke. And to the raucous noise of my wife screeching at me. Wake up, goddammit! I come home to find the place ransacked with all my jewelry and clothes stolen and to find you face down in your own puke butt naked on the bedroom floor! Jay, I wonder what this means. Oh, I think we know. And the only thing left, the only thing the bitch left was that stupid bug trophy that you praise so much. Well, you know what, Bob? Let's put that in a safe place where no one would ever go to find it. Oh, yeah, here you go, Bob, since you're wide open anyway. Here's your bug statue! <laughs> Safely shoved where the sun will never shine! <laughs> Little did she, or even I, knew at the time, but that bug trophy was more than it seemed, as we would discover as you, you know, removed it from my rectum, Smedley. Yeah, I don't need to recall that. Anyway, it turns out that the bug trophy and heirloom from my father contained a scarab, 
that was in reality an ancient artifact that my father had discovered on a archaeological field trip during his college days and uh, turned out to be a mystic scarab, possibly of alien origin, that granted him superpowers, enabling him to become the original Crimson Cicada. Gave him the powers of flight and super strength. But upon uh, inadvertent insertion into my rectum, uh, the scarab apparently activated and granted me uh, the bug-like powers of the ability to uh, climb walls, uh, give off a cicada call sonic thing, and also my ability to communicate and understand the language of, of insects. I can only guess as to the reason why my powers were so different from the ones my father employed is that he wore the scarab on his belt and it, it granted him the powers, whereas my having the scarab, you know, shoved up your ass, yeah, I know, yeah, 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 uh, must have had some impact on the different abilities that I have. Of course, I've had to use my technical wizardry to, uh, to uh, accommodate uh, certain powers, of course, the bugmobile and stuff like that. Because, again, I don't have the power of flight or super strength that my father did in his days, uh, which I only discovered after all of this and found his secret stash of the Crimson Cicada costume and what have you. But, anyway, since I was clearly a victim of crime, it set me on the course of my true legacy and destiny of fighting crime as the new Crimson Cicada that, for some dumb reason, everyone calls me Bugman, and, well, that's just the way it goes. Yeah, I done told you. You got a big-ass bug on your shirt, you, you got antenna coming at your head, and you climb walls, and you talk to bugs. That's got Bugman written all over it. Well, a man's fate and destiny should be dictated more accordance to legacy rather than a consensus of a bunch of... But the hell? I don't know. Sounds like people are panicking. There's something going on outside. Citizens of Gothic City, behold the dawn of the Golden Rain. Oh my god, that giant zeppelin is spreading some crap on the people in the street. Yes, it appears to be some sort of yellow liquid. Clearly, this is an attack. Of oh man, don't say it, don't say it. Golden showers. Oh man. Oh no, from one extreme to the other, a disgusting orange and tail, and now an even equally disgusting assault on the city. How will Bugman overcome this threat? Find out the next exciting episode of Bugman! Bugman was written, produced, and performed by me, Douglas Nelson. Music came courtesy of Kevin McLeod and other public domain sources.
This is a Nelson News Bulletin. Sex toy thief caught pink-handed. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. As police were busting him, a small pink vibrator fell out of the pants of a Florida man suspected of stealing an assortment of sexual aids from a Target store. Yeah. Responding to a larceny call, cops confronted David Romero, 46, as he sat in his Dodge Ram near the Target in Palm Coast, a city about 25 miles of Daytona Beach. While the handcuffed Romero was being placed in the rear of a police cruiser, a small pink vibrator fell out of his pants. This item was later revealed to have been stolen from Target. A subsequent search of Romero's truck turned up an assortment of other stolen goods, including Trojan and skin condoms, Hello Cake lubricant, and Promisant, a Climax control spray. A Target loss prevention officer told cops that Romero hid the items in a piece of shapewear that he did not scan at the self-checkout line. When asked about the Target merchandise found in his truck, Romero claimed that the items had been in his vehicle for days. Police added that Romero further stated that he was going to use those items today on his wife because he was working all day yesterday and could not celebrate Father's Day with her. Romero who lives eight miles from the Target store, was charged with a misdemeanor for allegedly swiping goods worth $187.23. Romero is being held in the Flagler County Jail in lieu of $3,000 bond. In addition to the Target matter, Romero is facing two other pending theft cases, one of which involves five separate shoplifting incidents at a Walmart in Palm Coast. No word on what type of toys those items were. This has been a Nelson News Bulletin. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson Show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked. Two minutes. Oh, wow. that's plenty of time. Oh, uh, fuck. Now what are we going to do? <laughs> we did all the plugs up front. That's yeah. that, that's something that's good host right there. Like, do all that shit right up at the top instead of like, yeah, just at the end when everybody's already shut the shit off. <laughs> Not on your show, of course, but on mine.